0: Hello and welcome to the get out of your head and grow your online business podcast with your host, Marion Wagner. As a business mindset coach, I am on a mission to show online entrepreneurs that you don't need a huge following or spend countless hours on social media in order to grow a six figure business together. We'll dive into both the psychology and the strategy tips and real life examples of people who are doing it. Let's dive into this week's episode. Okay, so today we're talking about how to tell if a market is too saturated. And of course, by saturated, we mean, are there already too many people doing this one thing that for a new person to step in, it would be seemingly impossible for them to grab a share of that market. Now, I was a I was a teenager when I told my dad that I think I wanted to become a lawyer, just like him. Like I I thought he'd be actually happy to hear me say this. But instead, his reply was, Marian, there are already too many lawyers in the world. Find something where there aren't as many people already doing it. Now, I loved my dad, but that was such crap advice. (laughs) It was really like this loser mentality disguised as practicality. Essentially, he was saying, don't pursue what you feel compelled to become in life because too many other people have already chosen that path. And if everyone operated with that same outlook, then no one would ever pursue anything worthwhile. You could have all the potential and the destiny to become just the most incredible trial attorney around, or the best children's book author or real estate developer, you name it. But if you allow external circumstances, such as too many people are already doing it to stop you, then you've killed that dream before it even had a chance to take shape. Now, I'm not saying that I missed my calling to become the next female Perry Mason. And I can't point at my dad and his advice and blame him for anything because ultimately we are 100% responsible for the decisions we make and don't make in our lives. In fact, my dad gave my brother that same poopy advice about becoming a lawyer. And my brother, unlike me said like, okay, dad, and went off to become a lawyer regardless. And today he's a very successful tax attorney. And most importantly, he loves what he does. So now let's talk about an example in the online space. All right, because there are absolutely niches in the online business world that are highly, highly competitive. So I started my first blog about 13 years ago. And even back then, back in the old days, it seemed like everyone and their dog was starting a blog. I mean, that still holds true to this day. There are, get this, approximately 600 million blogs today. But I started this blog not as a business, but as a like a passion project, something I personally felt compelled to create and grow. I actually didn't think anyone would find it, <laughs> really. But I remember when it started to grow, I had several voices in my ear telling me, "Marion, there are already too many style blogs out there. And maybe you should consider a different niche that's not as saturated as a style blog. But thank goodness I did not listen to those voices. And within three years, I was averaging 250,000 page views a month, which just still blows my mind. And it was bringing in more income than my full-time psychologist job. And I never would have even started that blog Had I allowed myself to be intimidated or completely derailed by the simple fact that other people were doing something like it, which brings me to a very important point for this podcast episode, kind of a side note is always consider who is giving you the advice. Is this someone who is already successful doing what you want to do? Like, is this someone you'd trade places with in a heartbeat? And for the most part, it's funny, right? Because you'll, you'll notice that people who give this type of advice aren't always exactly killing it. Like the friends who were giving me the blogging advice, I can only think of one of them who even had a blog and the one who did have a blog, she kind of dabbled in it. Like she wasn't someone that I could point to and say, I want to create what she has. And you see this a lot in the network marketing field, which by the way, is a whole different beast. But you see a lot of people dip their toe very hesitantly into network marketing. And they do things in a salesy, icky kind of way, which is not their fault, because that's what they were taught. And of course, that doesn't feel good at all. So then they understandably quit. And then they proceed to bash the industry. And they'll point to things like, there are already too many people doing it, And it's impossible to break through as to why it didn't work out for them. But here's the thing, and this goes for any online industry, is you have to do things your own unique way. You have to find your your special voice in any entrepreneurial industry. You must decide that you will not be wallpaper. Like you, you can't expect to be vanilla and be content just floating in the background and expect people will flock to you. They don't even know what you stand for and how you can help them if they can't find your voice. And I just want to say this, this doesn't mean you can't be an introvert and stand out in a seemingly crowded online business landscape. No, like I'm a major introvert. A ton of the most successful online entrepreneurs I know are also introverts. So you can still build a personal brand that stands out. And maybe even like embraces your introvertedness. Is that a word? I don't know. (laughs) Sounds like it should be. But okay, so is there such a thing as a market that is too saturated? Like where your chances of success, I say success with air quotes, by the way, because it means something different to everyone. But where your chances of success are lower, simply because more people are doing it. And the obvious answer is, heck, yes especially in the online space, the barrier to entry can be very low. And what I mean by that is anyone, anyone with an internet connection can start a blog, You can pay like $25 and join a network marketing company. So in both of those cases, the gate to walk through to open up shop is very, very low. So you have a lot of people that do it, but then they don't, Ever do anything with it, right? So, but you definitely have more traffic with a low barrier to entry. And more traffic generates higher competition, and higher competition creates lower margins. That's just basic business. But so, yes, this is not a podcast episode where I'm denying that saturated marketplaces don't exist. But if you are exceptional at what you do, then competition doesn't matter. So, I love this stat. 0.02% of high school basketball players end up playing in the NBA or the WNBA. So, that works out to about one out of every 10,000 high school players. Only two or three will ever get the chance to play professional basketball. You must be exceptional. So, you have to ask yourself in whatever industry or niche you're looking to dive into, if it is saturated, Ask yourself, can I be exceptional among this number? And my go-to answer is always going to be a resounding, heck yes. If you have a deep guttural passion for what you're doing and you're willing to put in the blood, sweat, and tears to make something of your brand and your business, then put your blinders on and let's get to work because here's the bottom line. If you're one of those people who chooses not to pursue an idea or an industry, you're genuinely fired up about just because it's too saturated, then you don't have what it takes to be great anyway, right? You must instead have that sense of knowing in your gut that you can, and you will make it happen regardless. And that level of thinking of knowing, like of passion, that idea that it makes competition completely irrelevant. And this is going to make me sound kind of old, but As I'm talking, I'm thinking back to the day when, when I was a kiddo in the, in the eighties and nineties, I think it was, I remember the talk show wars. I don't know if you remember this, but it was Oprah Winfrey, Phil Donahue and Sally Jesse Raphael. And I think Geraldo was in there too. I don't know, but they were all gunning for the market share of the daytime talk show audience. It was like a, it was a big deal. And Donahue and Sally Raphael fell into this weird competition to see almost who could bring on the most insane guests and whose topics could be more salacious. It was almost the start of the Jerry Springer era in a way, but so they were doing that. Meanwhile, Oprah stayed on her own path and continued to dominate, just blow them out of the water without bringing on crazy guests who required bodyguards. As they confronted their what cousins, baby daddy's ex lover, (laughs) I don't know. But it was through this season of intense competition where Oprah just really solidified her personal brand and just dominated the market. And I remember she was asked how she didn't fall into just reaching for that low hanging fruit like Donahue and I like like saying her name, Sally Jesse Raphael and Geraldo, and she replied. I was so busy just staying focused on my own show that I didn't really pay attention to what they were doing, right? Um, It reminds me of like what she, when she said that, it kind of reminds me of that viral photo of Michael Phelps from the 2016 Olympics where he's just in the pool competing in this 200 meter butterfly and he's just dialed in and 100% on his swimming. Meanwhile, the photo captures the swimmer in the lane next to him looking over at Phelps. And Phelps ultimately won the Olympic gold in that race. While the other swimmer, the little rubbernecker, he missed the medal stand completely and took fourth place. When you are exceptional, and you're passionate about what you're doing, and what you're creating, there is no competition. You are your own competition, you become obsessed with generating your best, which has nothing to do with the competition around you. So my message today is for those of you who just needed to hear it, maybe you just needed their little reminder. And that is if you are genuinely passionate and excited about what you're doing, and there's a need for what you offer, meaning you're not trying to sell ice cubes to Eskimos or anything like that. And you're dialed in to show up and put in the energy and the effort, then forget about competition. And also on the flip side, we don't get to win by default simply because there is no competition, right? So get dialed in, put those blinders on like Michael Phelps and get so fired up about what you are creating and the people you are going to help that external circumstances like competition just disappear off your radar, right? You can do this. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. If you have an online business and you could use a social media mindset makeover, I have created a free mini course that will help you show up on social media with more purpose and alignment so that you can convert more followers into paying clients. Just click the link in the show notes and it's yours for free.